So, so we have that where like Anna goes into his dream about the weird strippers and he's like, Ooh, this, is, this is awkward. And she's like, please come Dean, I need your help. Blah. Immediately he calls Cass, which to me is interesting because the last time he saw Anna, he trusted her and like wanted to help her and everything. Mm -hmm. And even Cass tells Anna like, oh, they trust you. They don't think you're conspiring against them. But Cass was like, I think you're conspiring against them. So to me, it is is so telling that Dean is like, Cass, what do you think we should do? And then Cass was like, let me go talk to her. Let me handle this. And then they listened to him, even though that they were like, well, Anna last time was like chill. Like we should go together. Nope. That's not what happens. Like, that's crazy to me. That, like, this is so close. And I'm just like, but again, to me, this makes sense because Dean just witnessed the end mm-hmm. where Cass was with him through everything mm-hmm. and seemed, like, literally to be there with no, like, hesitation and loyalty yeah. and trust him so much to die for him. Yeah. So I think he's like, I can trust Cass no matter what now. This like, is, I think that is, show. you're right. That is a thing that did solidify Dean's trust in Cass was seeing that even though Zachariah made it up, that could happen. That could well, easily well, happen. Here's the thing though. He doesn't know. I don't know if he knows that Zachariah made it up at this point because remember, he's just like, this is the future. Well, yeah. And then they go in this whole, you know, adventure of Anna trying to kill the boys. So this is another thing. Cass is trying to help them because he says that he doesn't want Sam to die. Because like, and I'm like, oh, this is a change in their relationship because now he's no longer like the demon blooded child. The boy with the demon blood. Yeah. He's just like, okay, whether that might be like, well, this is Dean's brother and I want to protect him or that like, it's kind of shifting now to like, yeah, they're kind of friends. And so he's like, I do want to keep him alive because I do think that he might be able to do some good, which they do bring up later too. Absolutely, absolutely. But at the beginning of Abandon All Hope, they're hunting Crowley. Dean calls Cass Huggy Bear. This is so true. I was like, bullshit, this is not a thing. Yeah, and I was like, no, and I pull up Abandon All Hope and I'm like, look, right here. He, he just casually calls him Huggy Bear. One, Dean does that. Who Cass doesn't acknowledge it in any way. Sam does though. Sam is shook. Sam turns around. I like, literally was like, Sam is turning around. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking to Cass? Like, look, and I was like, oh my god, he totally is like not acknowledging anything. And all of a sudden, he's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> Huggy bear? <laughs> like, why? Again, writers. Why? Maybe it's oh, a re- okay. Maybe it's a reference of something that I'm not oh, getting. Yeah, maybe. I'm like, just like, this is weird. Why? Like, that's so weird. Because again, Cass is not going to understand that reference. So yeah. why are you? making the reference of huggy bear he wants to you want to know why because Cass is just a little nerdy dude with wings which is how dean describes him a couple episodes later dean i saw this post and this is this is going to continue on for the rest of the show yeah that dean describes Cass to other people as like but like like a head shorter than him yeah like he'll be like up to his like you know yay high like up to his shoulders dean shoulders the man is like an inch shorter than him he's a little guy he's like you know little dude in a trench coat have you seen him and then like someone made the whole thing of like well dean is the big macho man you know what i mean he would see someone that he cares about like lower than him someone he cares about would to take care of and small he's small and he's like he's cute and adorable like that so we're like why do you keep thinking he's so much shorter than you dean he's literally like the same height super embarrassing for you dean you have a big crush on this guy like it's (laughs) really embarrassing for you yeah he's just like you know a little little guy well you seen him he's like yay big the biggest this is the question here we're always just gonna be like why what was the point? And the thing is, again, Jensen didn't have to do the hand motions, but he did. We could do an entire other podcast about Jensen Ackles' acting choices, but we're going to include them here because we think they're important. Because they are. Going on to the famine episode, then. Oh, boy. He's talking about Jensen Ackles' acting choices. He's fantastic. Oh, of course. 
besides Dean's complete depression that I realized when we rewatched this. Yeah. I did not realize how depressed this man was. Did not realize. But really for like Dean and Cass's relationship, it's just that Dean calls Cass. I don't know why, like, because so he's like, oh, I guess I'll go call him, you know. And he immediately picks up and he's like, yeah, we're in room, something, something. And he doesn't even finish his sentence and he's standing in front of him again. Oh, where he's right there up in his personal space? Dean does not move. Cass does not move. They've apparently had many conversations on personal space so yeah so yeah he he pops in in the personal space and they literally are playing their own version of no you hang up first because they're just like oh yeah it looks like uh looks like you're here yeah i guess you are here yep yep i'm here uh i guess i guess i'll hang up now like what are you doing what are you doing i see that now he's like I'm going to hang up now. Be like, yep, you do that. No, you hang up first is literally the version is what they're doing. I don't understand why. Like, again, I guess this is like, oh, it's funny or whatever. I mean, we understand, but like, why? (laughs) Because to be fair, for years, everyone's just like, you're dumb. This is, you're reading much, far, far too much into this. It's like, are we? Are we though? Are we? Why did you make their stances so close? They put tape down to tell them where to stand. Yeah. Okay. If you don't, you're not in the shot and it's framed wrong and you have to do it again. Yeah. That's how filming works. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure after they do this, Sam was just like, yeah, so can we talk about this weird sigil on the heart thing? I feel bad for Sam Winchester because he has to deal with their bullshit his whole life. It's terrible. Dude, that's my biggest thing. Honestly, if you think about every scene with Dean and Cass, Sam is sitting in the background. And this has been said. What is Sam doing? Is he just sitting there twiddling with his thumbs, waiting for this two-minute conversation to be over? He is. He's just like, please. <clears throat> All of Sam's throat clearing sounds are made because Dean and Cass are having like a moment. And he's like, excuse me, can we, can, people are dying, please. Like, he, yeah, he's talking to him and he's like, hey, like, blow, you know what I mean? And so he's sitting there like, you know, waiting for Dean to call Cass. And then he calls him and he's just like, yep, I'm gonna hang up now and be like, yeah, I see that you're here. Uh-huh. And then like, he's just watching this go down. Like, wh- Sam, what? And he's just like, okay, can we get on with this, guys? Like, what? <laughs> what? Pretty much for the rest of the episode other than Dean being completely depressed and not wanting anything because another thing was that like um I've seen different things about that that's why this episode is kind of like one of those hit or miss things because it was when the whole thing with the siren episode where everyone's like look it proves that Dean is bi and I'm like well if you rewatch it I'm like I like the idea of it that'd be fun but it kind of doesn't hold water no the context there if you take it out of context sure but taking it into context of dean's needing someone to trust at this moment that's what this is really about someone you can trust and like kind of bond with and like hang out with and relate to that's what the siren episode was about yeah that's why it was was a male siren it was a little weird if she'd been female he would have probably tried to sleep with her so because at that moment yeah we have said in the past that i think well, I've said in the past that Dean's relationship with women is usually very, not like one-sided. Usually he just sleeps with them and then they leave and then that's kind of about there it. There are no real relationships. And then even with like Cassie, like it was just kind of like she kicked him out. Like whatever, Lisa, just, just whatever. Like it. Right. There hasn't been a whole bunch. So we're talking here about the fact that Dean's never really had either a best friend or a good long-term relationship yeah like with women in general like he's fine with women and that's why i'm thinking like he's had more stronger bonded relationships with more men in his life right like you even look with joe he tries to sleep with her like six times okay only like like two times (laughs) 
You know what I mean? And they like they're passing each other too. They're like, oh, I'll sleep with you now. And he Dean's like not interested. And then he, Dean's like interested, and Joe's like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, I don't know. And then like, of course, I don't know what he's doing. See, I think it's just the whole thing of like, yeah, he hasn't had close bonded female friends like yet mm-hmm. i even say yet i'm thinking of charlie charlie's gay yes why they bond <laughs> yeah I'm like, that's not i mean it is true but it's it's also because they're big nerds yeah like <laughs> but also yeah but the rest of the famine episode which i really enjoyed is that we just get to see dean and cass bicker be like an old married couple what? sam's having an existential crisis in the bathroom and he's like what are you the hamburger now and he's like i've just developed a taste for red meat he's like what how many of those have you eaten he's like i don't know like he's just like i can i'm an angel i can stop whenever i want dean's just like what what is happening like they're just bickering in the background of stuff like this and i'm just like is this your just basic conversation guys like like why did they leave this in also why did they leave this in to the point where they captioned it because sometimes you know there's like side conversations in the background and they won't caption it this was vital for us to hear and understand for this episode apparently instead of having this big dramatic moment of sam being like oh shit he's craving demon blood that's what he's starving for and we're just like what is this conversation between cass and dean what is going on i don't know i just thought it was funny and then of course like cass goes with Dean, because Sam can't. And again, he's just talking to him, like, how many of you eaten? He's like, I don't know, somewhere in the low hundreds. And then, like, even Cass is like, Dean, what's wrong with you? Like, why aren't you craving anything? And Dean's like, well, I'm, I'm well fed. And Cass is like, make a bullshit. <laughs> he's like, I guess. I mean, he is. You know, he eats when he wants. You know, he just, he, if he wants a beer, he goes gets it. If he wants sex, he gets that too. Like, there's, you know, he doesn't exactly want for any sort of material Someone, and see, this is why I brought up the the siren thing, because it gets kind of, I've seen different aspects of it. What Dean craves, other than famine being like, you, you're dead inside, which I do believe is the case. That, that's why I kind of like, it's kind of like this catch-22, because I don't know what I believe, is that people were like, well, he craves something that's not like a tangible thing. He craves love and he craves like loyalty and stuff like that. But like, you can't really measure that and you can't, like he would not be affected by that. He craves love from his brother. Something deeper. Things he craves are based on other people. It's not something he can inherently just go out and get and do, which I think is is when he's like, oh, well, if I want this, I'll go get it. What he wants is something he can't. Oh my God, I almost said. What he wants is something he thinks he can't have. I can't even believe I almost just said that. (laughs) Jesus. So, I mean, not wrong. Stumbled onto a big brain thing here. It's it's something he can't go and just get. He can't just go and get friendship. He can't just go and yeah. get trust Love, from his brother. Yeah. So he's just, it's just empty because there's nothing he can go and get that he wants. Yeah, so I do kind of agree with that because I do believe Dean craves more, but that's something not tangible. And then Famine's like, yeah, you are dead inside because also that's a thing to think that, what am I trying to say? That Famine is like, yeah, you're dead inside. You're not hungry for anything. You crave love. So that means you have no love. That's the one thing you're hungry for is like respect and love and something that's not tangible. Yeah, I really think it's he's empty because the things that he's craving are dependent on other people mm-hmm. and are the things that he can't go and get. Yeah, or doesn't think he can't have. I can't believe I <laughs> literally can't believe. But a couple episodes later, you know, we have Dean and Cass bonding over, you know, dead Pete, disappointing fathers. You know, Cass went on his bender, the whore Babylon, that whole thing. It's nice that... Dean is trying to be like, 
I understand where you're coming from and I get he's trying to like I think let Cass know that he's not alone there's someone here who he can talk to that understands sort of what he's going through and the funny thing is I always like that when Dean says that because like he almost like wouldn't he does say that to Sam but also he's like no chick flick moments at the same time because he doesn't want Sam to think less of him he doesn't say that to Cass ever no he never says that to Cass he never says because that to Cass. he oh. because him and Cass are kind of on the same level if you think about it he doesn't want Sam to think less of him it's not embarrassing for Dean to open up to Cass because Cass is really like this unknowable being but it's embarrassing for Dean to open up to like Sam because he's like I want my little brother to like look up to me I have I have this persona that needs to be maintained and blah 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 but there's really none of that for Cass Cass literally saw him torturing souls in hell there's nothing <laughs> there's really nothing you know he can he can do about that Dean you but Cass has seen everything you lit your soul is literally he carried your soul out of hell okay? he put you back together he put you back together uh, there's telling him your feelings isn't really all that you know big of a step yeah I think Dean also just wants Cass to know that's like, hey, this is a relationship where we can like talk if you want. Don't feel like because I come across as no chick flick moments, please open up to me though. Right, exactly. And again, relating to the end, he's worried. Cass is going on a fucking bender. Yeah, that if he's just like, oh, don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. And then so continuing on for the rest of that episode, because at the end of the episode, Dean goes to see Lisa. And I think it's important to bring up Lisa's, Dean and Lisa's relationship because Dean wants the apple pie life. He thinks he can get this with Lisa. I think he's in love with the idea of the apple pie life. He's not really in love with the idea of Lisa because if you think about it, he slept with her one time and that was it. And then he saved her. Oh yeah, because yeah, he comes back and he saves her. And so I guess that's like a lot stronger bond than he has with any other woman he slept with, so. And that's true. But Lisa doesn't really, doesn't continue the good relationship that Dean, I think, wants. Lisa don't really do it for Dean. Uh, yeah, makes sense. It does make sense. But I mean, you know, it's not for lack of trying. And to be fair, in our rewatch here, Lisa's a little cooler than I give her credit for. Yeah. <laughs> a little more understanding than I give her credit for. Because I think also too, because I mentioned this, that he thinks he cares for Lisa because Lisa has accepted him fully, like with the hunter life, because he came out to like Cassie. I say came out to Cassie as a hunter and Cassie was like, you're crazy and then left. And so Dean is like, oh, the girl that he was kind of in love with. I think the first girl, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and so he's just like, oh, she doesn't, love me and that's sad enough uh, yeah enough to stay with she me. can't see through the hunting thing yeah well she didn't believe him yeah that's what i'm saying he, she can't she can't move past that what she thinks is you know nonsense and so i think he, lisa's the first woman that's like yeah okay like stay here that's fine and i'm just like but once you get past that i think he's like he kind of moves on and being like okay well there's others that will accept me in the hunting life and also care for me for that way Right. AKA cast. <laughs> but anyway, so Dean is going to say yes because he's completely depressed. He's he's over it. He's empty inside. Famine's just said this. I said that him saying yes to Michael is like him trying to commit suicide because he can't just commit suicide because that would lead no purpose in his life. Also, it wouldn't work. They would just bring him back. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. But like, yeah, that whole thing. I do really like when they put him in the not bunker, the panic room. You're saying that you like when... Sam and Cass team up against Dean? Yeah. That was really fun. That was that was good. Sam and Cass teamwork is great. Well, because again, I think Cass is worried. And so he or Sam could go, because, you know, Sam knows the relationship with his brother with Cass. Right. And then Cass also knows Sam and Dean's relationship. Mm -hmm. So either or could have came up to either of them and been like, we need to stop this. Yeah. And they both would have been like, uh, yeah. I think Dean's going to say yes to Michael. Oh my God, I was thinking the exact same thing. Let's make a plan. Yeah, seriously. And then they do. So again, I think it's funny that Dean 
is like kind of flirting with Cass in the... Okay, so I know we keep saying this, but like, why? What was the why? point? Three times. Okay, you said in like filmmaking, if you do something three times, it's intentional and it's meant to convey to the audience that this is intentional. Yeah, usually. Because why would you... Because it's the whole thing. If you slam a door once, okay. If you slam a door twice, that may be an accident. But if you slam a door three times... Like, or sh- shoot the shot and uh, cut it that way where it's slam, slam, slam. That's intentional because no one messes up three times in a row. So continue what you were saying. Right. So we have this, he makes his stupid, Dean's irritated, Cass is saying stuff. And Dean's just like, you know what, Cass? Blow me. Okay. It's sexual innuendo of sorts, right? And Cass is just annoyed with Dean's whatever. And then they get Dean in the panic room. And then, you know, Cass is staring at him all intense, like, and Dean's like, Cass, not for nothing, but the last time someone looked at me like that, I got laid. And then Cass, we cut to Cass, intense staring still. Cut back to Dean. Dean just winks at Cass. And then Cass is just kind of bitchy and, like, slams the door or whatever. But that's weird. That's three things. The blow me, the line, and then the winking. Yeah. And then you were cutting back to Cass for the reaction. I mean, it's, this is, uh, what? Like, why would you put that in there? You cut something else out to put this in here. Also, I kind of feel like Dean's just flirting with Cass to, like, feel something. Because I guess he couldn't do that to Sam, but, like, it's like, why would you do this to him? But no, 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 it's the whole thing. If he can't do this to Sam, technically he shouldn't be doing this to Cass. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because Dean's not attractive to men. So, but so why are you flirting with him? Great question. <laughs> I don't know. Great question. Again, Dean is just being a smartass, sure. So then also, too, if he knows, and if that's a play on, like, Cass always staring at him, so Dean is acknowledging that he knows that Cass is, like, staring intensely at him at all times. And then Cass, like, turns up the staring. What does that mean? <laughs> right? He just turns more towards Dean. Well, the next time... Dean being a little bitch sends him to Oz is what Sam says. Yeah, blast him to Oz, you know. Cass doesn't take kindly to that. Cass beats the ever-living shit out of him. I was like, damn. Oh, my Lord. Well, I mean, Cass is right. Cass gave him everything. It's like, and this is what you give me? He did everything. He's like, I rebelled and I did this all for you. I've killed my brothers. I'm doing this. Three times, once, head of a pin. I'm becoming too close to the humans in my charge. You, I'm hunted. I've rebelled. I've done all of it for you. And then this here of, I gave you everything. One, two, three, a pattern. Cass did everything for Dean and Cass is pissed off because he's just gonna like, like throw I it away. For this for you to throw it away for you to right. say yes be like I trusted you not to do this like you were supposed to do this you were supposed to be better you were supposed to be the righteous man that saves everything the one that I love and you are you're like hurting his feelings pretty much I think he was just like kind of heartbroken like he's betrayed yeah he's betrayed. felt betrayed and heartbroken not that he really understands the heartbroken part but he felt betrayed yeah and that makes sense because he's just like what the heck I thought and then also to ooh because it's the whole thing where I said that we just said that Dean Dean and Cass always have this relationship where they can talk about freely to whatever they want. And so I think Cass feels betrayed because he's just like, wait, you were supposed to open up to me if this is not supposed to happen. Because he's seen Sam and Dean hold stuff from each other. You should have told me about your concerns. Yeah. We should have had a discussion, but instead you just decided to pack up your stuff and write some letters. I wonder if he wrote Cass a letter. Dean wrote people letters. I wonder who he wrote letters to. I do absolutely love to. That Dean seems like worried and he's just like, Cass, please, please stop. He kind of thinks he's going to kill him i think he almost kind of thinks he's he he might kill him yeah i guess you're right i never thought about that way because i guess at that point too i just cast eventually he stops and he gives up and he's just whatever i mean he could beat the hell out of dean even more well no i'm trying to think because like honestly though because dean knows that they would bring him back to life if he died i mean yeah but i mean cast could beat the shit out of him and kill him just because he's pissed off i think ooh, maybe it's the whole thing of he doesn't want him to be angry mm-hmm. he doesn't really care that he's like i mean he cares that he's getting beaten up no i think he's just like i'm worthless like dean's kind of thinking i'm worthless this is pointless because 
I'm not deserving of your anger is kind of what I'm saying. Of the focus of his his attention. Like, you should not feel betrayed because I'm, I'm a piece of shit. Right. You shouldn't have expected anything from me because I'm garbage. That's the Dean Winchester way. Yeah. <laughs> but then also he's just like, yeah. And maybe Dean was just like, you know, I was like, all right, uncle, uncle, I'll talk to you. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. Because, like, he didn't. And then Cass is just like, let's have a conversation. One-sided. With my fists. Uh. And then he knocks him out. And then just yeets him on the bed. Yep. Doesn't heal him, though. Cass, if he's anything, is petty. Throws him, like, a sack of patats right on that right on that bed. And then I think, like, after kind of all of this with the whole, like, Sam thing, too, because, again, you got to look at this side, is that Cass tells Dean that he doesn't have faith that Sam will say no also. And I think Cass is worried what will happen to Dean if Sam fails or, like, they fail. You know what I mean? Or Sam says yes. Dean will be heartbroken. I think that's a big thing is he's just like, I don't have faith in your brother, so I don't have the faith in your brother that you do, but I have faith in you, Dean, so prove me wrong that this is Sam will be okay. Cass is just, like, at this mutual agreement with Sam right now I think there's he's just like I don't know I kind of trust you but like we'll we'll see I think they're friends at this point I think it's not the same amount of trust he would extend to Dean but enough that he sees Sam as an ally he, he would keep a little bit of an eye on him like Dean would which is funny you know what no I just realized this is really funny because he literally just says he doesn't know if he has like faith in him so in Swan Song literally just tells him you and Dean always seem to ex- exceed my expectations right so I think it's really funny that literally like five episodes before he's just like I don't have faith in you, Sam. But then he's like, you and Dean always exceed my expectations. Right, and he includes Sam in that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The last huge thing about this episode is like where they're going to go, like, go save Adam, right? So Cass is like telling this plan, right? Again, I asked Supernatural. Why? Oh, Dean going burr. <laughs> about what? Dean, Dean's brain going burr when Cass decides to start taking his tie off. <laughs> Dude! He shuts up immediately. I will knock it over. They're like, God, control he's like trying yourself. to be like, yes, I understand this plan. And Sam is just doesn't care. Cass is just taking his tie off. Nothing else happens. That's it. He takes his tie off. And Dean freaks out. He's like looking at Cass, looking at Sam. I'm like, what? What's going on here? What What are we doing? What's the plan? What's going on? Why? And he's so shook. I'm like, Dean, what, what is the weird? What is so weird? weird about this and Cass is completely it doesn't care because he's just like can you just shut up and just try not to try not to disappoint me like you have been recently I don't know it was so bananas to be like Dean what are you doing why are you freaking out wow the first emotion you've had in a while huh bud a feeling I don't I don't remember these but then the next time we have Dean Cass is Cass waking up in the hospital oh I know poor baby also I really like again he calls Dean I okay I gotta think about that First of all, Cass wakes up, right? He calls Dean, which is weird because you would think he would call Sam, the one he seemed to have more faith in to not say yes. It's oh my God, why yes, does he call Dean? He was supposed to say yes to Michael. The last time we see Cass, he has negative faith in Dean that he's not going to say yes. Could have called Bobby, could have called Sam. Yeah, just in case both the boys decide to say yes. You know, he could have called Bobby, but he didn't. He calls Dean. But then, you know, Cass apologizes when he's on the phone. Says, you know, you are not the burnt and broken shell of a man I believed you to be. Great <laughs> apology. He says it so sincerely and Dean's just like, thanks. thanks. But Cass knows that Dean kind of needs to to hear him say that, that Cass has faith in him again and is, you know, kind of proud of him for, like, not saying yes. And It's, it's kind of like an apology sort This was of also led up to, like, I'm in a hospital. And then, of course, Dean's like, oh, you're human. Flashbacks to the end. And you mentioned pain medication. Uh-huh. He's like, we're going to get you here. We're going to get you home and safe. Yeah, you're home and safe. It's fine. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and kind of at the end that Dean, you know, is looking for hope in others because Bobby's like, it's the end of the world. Let's go. And then even Cass is like, let's just go drink. And he's like, no. 
I need you all to have hope because I have none. You know what I mean? Oh my God. This is this also drove me bananas because it was really funny. So they're standing in front of like the TVs outside the store or whatever. He sees it and Cass is just like, it's starting. Dean is like, of course. You know, he's like, oh yes, thank you, genius. And Cass, just so small and like soft, like, don't have to be mean. <laughs> you beat the shit out of him like two episodes ago. What do you mean? You'll have, you'll have to be mean to me, Dean. Like, I just thought that was really funny. I just like so cute. Like, Oh, honey. Well, and it's the whole thing, again, with the end, it reminds me that he's just like, well, I'm going to go to Lucifer. And then he's like, okay, Dean, you're going to die. And he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to let my brother die alone. And Cass is like, well, I'll go with you, of course. It's just that whole thing that he's just like, of course, like, I'm coming with you. And then he does. And then Bobby also does, too. They didn't have to come because Cass, you know, dies after just, hey, ass butt. Trying to be classy like Dean and be like, hey, asshole. Trying to be cool. Mm, Cass just shrugs. He's like, like, I don't know, man. I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, like, I, I've done this for I'm you. I'm supporting you. Jesus, get off my ass. After everything's said and done, and poor Sam's dead. Dean's kneeling all sad, right? <laughs> Cass comes back and uh, Dean asks him, like, are you God? Here's the thing. This isn't that big of an idea. Dean has not liked God up until this moment. God has been a very pain in their ass because he's not doing anything. To me, it's funny that Dean asked Cass in like wonder kind of like are you God instead of like are you God like pissed off because yeah. wouldn't you like you know what I mean like wouldn't you be pissed off if you just found out your best friend apparently was this guy that you're hating and all you know what I mean but and then he was like this flattering of you to say but no but really what I want to say too is like you know they're driving away and like this is the biggest thing for season six Cass is like I guess I'll just go back to heaven and like I'll try to do some good Dean I'm gonna do good because this is what you would do you would do good things and then Dean's all sad because he's like, well, you got what you wanted, but I didn't get my brother back, so I didn't get what I wanted. And I think this is very important because Cass is the one who brings Sam back to life. Right. And Sam seems to come back pretty soon. Which we were talking about this. I think Cass left the Impala and immediately just, like, took 10 minutes and went to go get Sam. Yeah. No, it makes so it makes so much sense because Cass would want to give this one thing to Dean. He'd want to give it to him back. So he did. He, he went to go Sam. It. It's the one thing that he wanted, you know? And, you know, Cass doesn't really want Sammy to rot in the cage either. Nobody yeah, wants no, that. no, no. But, like, I think he's just like, well, Dean really, really, really wants this, but... I've rescued a soul from hell before. I think I could do it again. This was a lot to unpack. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot to unpack. It only gets more to unpack as we go along. But thank you all for listening to this. Be sure to check out our other episodes of In the Rearview Mirror, where we talk about just basic stuff if you don't care about Destiel stuff. We're still your Hunter hosts. I'm Graham. I'm Sierra. We are also driving off, and we will see you all again in our Rearview Mirror. Bye. Bye. I'm excited for cinnamon rolls. I'm so fucking excited for cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm snacky. Those wings are so shitty. I can't fucking believe. <laughs>